back to Excuse, Excuse My Friend. Today on the show, we have Alessandra Conti. She is a celebrity matchmaker and dating expert and co-founder of Matchmakers in the City, a Beverly Hills-based matchmaking firm that has been featured on Elite Daily, Access Hollywood, Bravo, CBS, and all the huge media outlets. She's Are we missing any? A lot. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I know that. That's why I was like, I will we'll be here for like an hour no. because oh, you've done so much. Wow. Yeah. We've done a lot of media. Like, it's oh been amazing. God. It's been amazing. And it started really quickly, too. Like, we like started the matchmaking company and then it was like, poof. Holy That's amazing. Cow. So you're really a real fun. boss babe. And I, you have that energy, sure. like meeting you. You're just like, I mean business. I can be really sweet. Totally. But if I want to, I can be a bitch. Not really. Not, <laughs> Not really it's like a good that, thing. But like, a bitch in a good a way. A bitch in a good way. Yeah. A babe yeah. in total control of herself. So take I us back. That. How did you get started? What made you want to become a matchmaker and like find people love? Because like, whoa. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I love my heart is just so with you girls because <laughs> myself and my sister, like you kind of remind me of me and my sister Aww. when we were like young, young gals. Uh-huh. I mean, oh my we're still young. You guys are very you young. Are, you know, uh, I mean, you know, no. but um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, now it's been 10 years, wow. um, but 10 years, actually now like 11, which is so crazy. We, myself and my sister, we just always set up our friends like even before it was socially acceptable like we were like in the sandbox like matchmaking our friends and giving Stop. our girlfriends like in second grade our first makeover was in second grade Stop oh my it. god so cute because we would like one of our girlfriends really had a huge crush on one of the uh-huh. boys in school uh-huh. so we were like okay Rebecca we've got you and we <laughs> made her over and then we took like Polaroid photos of her like after she was made oh. up but oh anyway, I digress. Wow. We were matchmaking. It was just, we were the neighborhood matchmakers. <laughs> so then 10 years ago, when my sister was graduating with her master's from Oxford. So my sister oh my was God, like ama- the brains of the operation. Yeah. And I was getting my, un- I just finished my undergrad at American in DC. Amazing. We would just always talk about how fun it would be just to move to Beverly Hills and start a matchmaking company. Like we would, you, right. we would like wow. joke. We'd be like, chills. Oh my gosh. Like, okay. It's been a rough day. Oh, you know what? Let's just talk about move. Like, so then we did. And we knew nothing about LA. The only thing that we knew was what we saw on the TV show, the Hills. So this was like my generation. The Hills was everything like it was kind of like like what's like the big is it like I guess Vanderpump Rules ish yes we're gonna get into that that later but yeah my gosh and I have such a story about Vanderpump Rules oh I cannot wait to dig bless your brain but um but anyway it was like the Vanderpump Rules of that of Uh my generation yeah and so what we knew about LA was what we saw so we moved to LA we moved to the apartment that the girls from the hills lived in stop it no know way. any better we were just like okay well, like, that's like, we want to be like them we want that life we're gonna do what they did exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly and like we, yeah so wow. then we hit the ground running we were like we're starting a matchmaking company and that's exactly what we did and we started with one client and then one of my girlfriends wow. worked in PR so she would then in but she was like an assistant but that's right. why it didn't right, matter right. because we would still get these big invites mm-hmm. to all right. these different parties yeah. wow. so then that's how the red carpet element the uh, celebrity matchmaking element came in and it came oh. in so early on like I was 21 working wow. with like so huge name celebrity clients and I was like oh my You're gosh like, like what is going on right. it, but it's the great equalizer like love is the great equalizer so anyway we started wow. matchmakers in the city and then we started just me and Christina my sister doing everything but then since then we've organically grown and now we have a team of seven matchmakers wow that's amazing yeah yeah yeah. myself and my sister obviously still included um and we've just grown and we don't only do celebrities we I love working with the celebrity clients because it's so much (laughs) fun but we do work with a lot of like 20s 30s like professionals but everybody's successful and everyone is like wow genuinely looking for love wow yeah so what makes a good matchmaker? Do you need to have like intuition and people skills? Like what, what makes a good matchmaker? Yeah, that's such a good question. Um, I think that absolutely intuition mm-hmm. makes is so essential to be a matchmaker. 
Um, but also just having like having experience in the matchmaking mm-hmm. industry. Yeah, you well. should have started in second grade, Julia. In the no, in I was the, gonna yeah. say where were you when I was in school and I was the ugly duckling and boys didn't like me and I wasn't cute. I would have loved to have you and Christina in my life. I'm just saying. Oh my god, that no. is so mind-boggling to me. That like uh, that's crazy. I know. But no, I mean I think that what makes like I think that. They're, everyone has a different talent. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that certain people are incredible singers. Mm-hmm. You know, Thank certain you. people are really wonderful at, like, I don't know, dancing or horseback right, riding right. or whatever it is that their talent is. Our talent has always been, like, my talent is oh. knowing. Like, when I meet a person and I meet another person, I'm like, yes, you're they like are instant. The match. Wow. Yeah. But, so can yeah. you ever turn it off? Like, when you're out or when you meet people, like that could be a problem. Yeah, is the radar always on or it's a blessing and a curse um because I yeah. So it's kind of hard to turn off, <laughs> but I think when people are also in a relationship and as I get older, like more and more people are in relationships and so I'm not always like thinking right, right, you're not you always know? yeah. But it is in my if somebody says that they're single, I <laughs> automatically am like ding like, and then oh, I go through like all the single people that I've ever met and I'm like <gasps> So, yeah. (laughs) Take us through how the matchmaking process works with celebrities. Do you match celebrities with other celebrities? Or do celebrities go for regular people? Or how does that work? Yeah, it really varies. I personally am a big believer in... Um, somebody in the public eye and matching them with somebody that isn't in the public eye. I like that better. Mm. Um, But like even right now, I have a male client who is like literally a household name and I adore him. And he specifically, and this is rare, but he specifically Mm. has requested to be matched with women who are also in the public eye. Um, For him, it's just because he... He said, and he always says this, he's like, we experience like this bizarre, like third dimension of life. Totally. Or what, what is it like I a fourth dimension? Yeah, I don't third, know. Fourth, fourth, fifth, some other dimension. dimension. It's out there. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> he's like, if I can connect with them on that, we're they'll get it. Totally. And like, he also, though, has paparazzi chasing him wow. just like Anywhere he goes, they'll take a picture of his him in his car. Mm-hmm. So I get it with somebody like him. But I also, I just, having done this for a decade and seeing what works and what doesn't work, mm-hmm. um, I really think in every relationship, there's a diamond and there's a setting. Mm. And a lot of times, the celebrity or the public figure is the diamond. Mm. And they need a strong setting that is going to be supportive, is going to help them shine, mm-hmm. and still is, you know, strong, right. like, lovely. It, you can, you know, the diamond, the setting, right. it, it goes together. Right. Do now, you think if there's two, they kind of fight for the spotlight, essentially? It's kinda, I, it gets kind of, like, competitive. I think that... Or it it may not begin that way, but I think that that mm-hmm. tends to be a mm-hmm. very common downfall. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially even in non-celebrity couples, I think that, you know, a lot of people are um, attracted, like diamonds are attracted to other diamonds mm-hmm. um, because they're both kind of the loudest person in the room and they're like yeah. the gregarious one and they're just attracted to each other. But that can be such, such kind of a subconscious um it can be a subconscious thing that they're both competing for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think ultimately it can it can be not a great long term compatibility Uh-oh, thing. Oh, Julia! Oh no, I tend to go for more like the quiet, reserved. <laughs> no, I love that. I like love yeah. a puppy dog, that kind of thing. But I also yeah. like that they're like really strong. You know what I mean? They have mm-hmm. to still have like balls. If that it's like a mix. But Julia, I feel like you go for more of like that, like she said, like the outgoing and the funny and the loud. I think it's because I'm more chill and reserved so I need that like if I have another chill person it's just awkward but secretly but she like wants the spotlight, the spotlight too. so she's so in trouble I don't know it's probably why I'm still single I don't know I'm just still trying to figure it out no but anyway like you said what if you're not a celebrity do you match people from their zodiac signs or their job that. or like mm-hmm. what is it yeah well so the process is and like I said I mean 
talking about the celebrity clients is so much fun. So much fun. But yeah, but like, a but majority, not everyone can be a freaking celebrity. Yeah, yeah. It. And a majority <laughs> of our clients are normal working professionals yeah. okay. who are successful and they could yeah, be right. like an app developer or an influencer that, right. you know, isn't yeah. necessarily like a quote unquote right. celebrity, but right. they're like doing it doing or, it, yeah. um, you know, a lawyer or a doctor or a nurse or, you know, a teacher. So we do work. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I work with a lot of different types of people. That's really cool. Um, but in terms of matchmaking, those people, um, it's, and just normal people, it is like, we meet everyone. Mm. So we meet every single person and we ask them, we do a full best match interview and personality assessment. So essentially it's going through, like it's looking under the hood of the car and figuring out all about that person and like really getting beyond what the mask Mm -hmm. that they're portraying Mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. So it's just like looking under the hood of the car being like, okay, like tell us about, you know, your childhood. How did you grow up? Mm -hmm. What was your relationship like Mm -hmm. with your parents? Um, Do you have any siblings? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then of course, like lifestyle is huge. Mm -hmm. So do they love to go out? Do they prefer to stay in? What do those look like? Um, and also, do they want to get married? Do they want to have kids? Is religion compatible? Mm-hmm. So those, when we talk about like deal breakers mm-hmm. at Matchmakers in the City, those are the three mm-hmm. deal breakers. Do they want to get married? Do they want to have kids? And is religion compatible? Wow. If those things are not aligned, I can genuinely say it's not going to work. No, right. there's no way. It's not going to work. No. So those are the deal breakers. And then other things are preferences. Mm-hmm. So it may be preferences like... I really like like tall, dark, and handsome men. Uh It's like, okay, that's great. I support that. I love that. (laughs) But if we find an incredible man, say you're like a Christian girl and you're like, oh, like we have a client right now. Bless her heart. (laughs) I love her, but she needs a little, she needs a talking to um, because we, she's a Christian woman. Okay. Her priorities, when she signed on, her priority was, I want a Christian man that is walking with the Lord and like living that life and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. So great. That's the priority. Oh, right. But then after we haven't even matched her yet and we like presented her first bachelor and she then now has all of these new demands oh, no. of he has to be over six foot, which is oh, no, shit. no, stop it. <laughs> right. Stop right. with the height thing. Stop with the height thing. <laughs> right. And she literally said he has, to, and I won't say the specifics because she'll right, know that you I'm never talking know. about exactly. her, but she said he has to look like a certain celebrity and <laughs> oh, it's my. like, and then also age, like the, the, her first match was like a year. Actually, he was within the age range that she had provided us, but then Mm -hmm. she came back and she was like, it's too old, it's too old. And we're like, no, no, he wants oh marriage, God. he wants children, he's a year above what now she's saying. So uh-huh. these are preferences wow. and priorities, and obviously like education and all of that. But oh my gosh, oh, ladies, what? it's not easy. Wow. But I don't do it alone. The matchmakers, like the other matchmakers on our team, are, have much more patience oh, than I, was I just do. Just say patience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. what you do is amazing for like 
for other people looking for love because you ask all the questions that none of us want to ask on the first date, second right. date. Do you want kids? Do you want marriage? Mm-hmm. That tends to freak people, you know, guys out. Yeah, and so, have you cheated? Right. And oh. would you ever che- like what were Do your people thoughts admit about to that, that though? Say they always. Always. Come on, they really? I I'm telling wow. you, we ask it like towards the end of the interview. <laughs> so you get them like going warmed and you up. get them warmed up. Yeah. yeah. And like oh. we just foster a very like non-judgment zone yeah. because we just yeah. anything that they say I guarantee that if I've interviewed somebody they probably think that like I agree with everything that totally they said. you how yeah. you make them feel. <laughs> yeah even if they're like yeah like, totally. like you know um slaughtering animals on the weekend is like oh what God. I love to do That's I'm like cool. that oh wow you make them okay. feel comfortable so have yeah. you ever met like a serial yeah. cheater that comes to you and they're like we need help with the love department. But then on the weekends, you're saying that they're like out hooking up or you're hearing that they're hooking. It's like, what do you want? So I think that we're very lucky in that when somebody is like coming to do an interview with a matchmaker, mm-hmm. like even if they're even if, if, if even if they're scouted, like say they met a matchmaker like Liat, one of our matchmakers, she is like out and about in Beverly Hills. And she always like scouts these amazing mm-hmm. men that are just like super successful. And, you know, they wouldn't have necessarily hired a matchmaker on their own. Uh-huh. But like Liat will be like, you're an amazing match for one of my clients. <laughs> I love the accent. Yeah, she's amazing. Aww. So say that like a guy, like if they're getting to the point where they're doing an interview with a matchmaker, it already cuts out a lot of the riffraff. You know what I mean? So it's very rare that we'll get somebody that we're just like, whoa, what is going on? Mm -hmm. But it does happen. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten over these 10, 11 years, however long, I've gotten really good at like immediately if somebody is like a narcissist or Mm -hmm. like a sociopath, like I can just immediately tell. Yeah. Like my, my, my vibe is like very, my Uh vibe checker of narcissists. (laughs) You're like, like, yep, there it is. Yeah. You're like, I don't have time for that. While we're on the subject of cheating though, real quick, the under pump rules that because we're all, we're already on the subject of cheating. I just have to get to it. Because I can't wait to hear what you were going to say And earlier. I'm kind of like Christina. I don't keep up with pop culture. So this is all you. No, I'm I like, do. Oh. Oh. oh, my gosh. Okay. Thoughts. So, you guys, I need to, like, have a bombshell moment here. Oh. We filmed a scene for Vanderpump Rules. But because of freaking Scandaval, it's not aired. Are it's you not joking? airing. We did a whole oh. party for them. Come on. And, like, matchmakers in the city. Like, you Stop can see on my it. Instagram, we have a red carpet party. It was for, we filmed for Vanderpump Rules. But the, because of stupid Scandaval and oh my Tom gosh. Sandoval. Tom. Damn like, it, Tom. The Toms. Toms. Both of them. Oh, I, my God. I will say, I honestly, the other Tom, I, I'm, my heart is kind of going out to him right now. I know. I know. No, him. I know. I know. I agree I with know. you. So there's two I, Toms. He's a good friend. Yeah. Again, like, I don't keep up. So two Toms. And um, yeah, one of them <sighs> cheated on his longtime girlfriend, girlfriend. Ariana. Yeah. They were living together for nine years. Mm-hmm. The other Tom he's just kind of an enabler and that's like, what it is. Yeah. It's, and I don't think he has bad intention. I, agree. I, agree. I think he's just very go with the flow. He's very easygoing mm-hmm. and yeah, getting to totally. know him. I will also say that I just think he's a good soul. And I think he, he just doesn't want to like, clamp on set. if that's what he's doing he's like whatever do you dude? right that's yeah. none of my like business really. you can't yeah. control your friends no. I mean yeah. I know I've been in situations where my girlfriends have done things that I don't agree with mm-hmm. but I've also learned that all you can do is be supportive uh, and tell them like hey this isn't great I love you. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think with somebody like Tom, like Tom is obviously a narcissist. Yeah. Yay. 100%. Yay. Yes. Yes. And um he is such a skilled liar. And oh, so good. I, I think it's also because it's I think he really genuinely believes what he's saying. I like, agree. Right? A hundred percent. So like, he's manipulated himself. Yes. That, he's that yeah, good. I, I agree he's with you. So delusional. Like I think he's totally so deluded agree. that he lives in a different like in his mind, yeah. he he's not lying in his mind. Right. And he's he'll say things in a way. That even, but I, that last episode though. Do you think a relationship can be repaired after cheating? Like, do you think you should forgive a person and move forward? What do you think? 
Oh, geez. That's a, that's I, a loaded question. Yeah. I know. Loaded question. And so many people have different opinions on this. I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm just a big believer that if somebody cheats in a relationship, it's just best to call it a day on that relationship mm -hmm. and allow them to heal and repair themselves, but to move on in a different partnership. Mm -hmm. But the I, I think that once that level of trust has been broken and like there's so many studies that show that people who cheat they don't just do it once. No, you got that right. It's not, <laughs> it is like cheating is a, it's almost like a disease like that they, they get, or it's like an addiction, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, so somebody who has cheated once, it's the, the likelihood that they'll cheat again. Mm -hmm. I, I forget what the percentage is, but wow. it's alarming. So oh my God, yeah, it's pretty alarming. So that's why it's important to protect your peace, wish them well, wish them away, do your healing bye -bye. Yeah. and say goodbye. You're doing it the healthy way. I'd go yeah. and key the car and do the whole thing. <laughs> and drama. I fully support that. <laughs> that as well. She's like, yep, do that. Fully support it. So Ari is it Ariana and Tom? Ariana. Were there yeah. red flags along the way? Because I feel like a lot of times we ignore red flags in yeah, relationships. Let's talk about red flags. What are some first date red flags we should look out for? Well, I think especially with the Ariana and Tom situation, the way that they got together is like the way you get him is the way you lose him. You got it. Oh, so was he cheating on somebody? Correct. And then, yeah. And so oh, no. he was cheating with Ariana, but just a kiss, allegedly. And I'm team Ariana, 100%. Uh -huh. and I do Same, believe yeah. it was just a kiss. Yeah. And But she even acknowledged that, that like she, and I think a lot of women are in that situation where they're like, no, but okay, he's cheating with me, but mm -hmm. I'm special. This mm -hmm. connection is off the charts. He'll leave his wife for me. Yeah, like he'll totally. <laughs> he's never gonna do that for me, to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he'll totally, exactly. But I think, that I mean it's I think on first dates it's important to um to very much like my my goal for men, for men and women on first dates is to like enjoy and not mm -hmm. be like super like sensitive to like not to like over analyze mm. any behavior because I think especially on first dates people are so nervous like yeah. even the most like outwardly confident man like if like literally the man that's like you know people's hottest guy of whatever uh -huh, year uh -huh. like they're nervous. They are so nervous. Really? Uh, men are so nervous on first dates. And, but I think that big red flags come in the form of not even on the date, but leading up to the dates and then after the dates. Mm. So communication. Mm -hmm. So something that you need to look for in every relationship that you have with men are, or men or women, whatever it yeah, is. Whatever you, yeah, whatever you, yeah, whatever mm -hmm. your desire. Um, but consistency. Mm -hmm. So consistency has to be there across the board. Um, so if they are inconsistent in communication. Mm. So say in the very beginning, you know, he's calling you, he's texting you every day. And then finally you guys go on the date and then all, you know, you go on the date and then he like, Red flag would be if he like pressures you to sleep with him mm. or if you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. if a guy is that that is a def a definitive mm. red flag that you can thousand say. percent. Yeah. yeah. If a guy is like, oh, yeah, like come over to my place. Oh, yeah. It's like <laughs> right here. I walk to the bar, yeah. like, you know, and let's just like, watch a movie. Yeah. Oh, let me show you That's like hilarious. this special Meet thing. Meet my dog. I've heard yeah. that one. Meet oh. my puppy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can, you can see, see pictures. So of the annoying dog. to me. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely. Um, but I think that like consistency in the follow up of like, you know, I had an awesome time. I'd love to see you again. And then planning another date mm -hmm. and then consistent communication is so important. Um, I think that like a big red flag is if a guy is 
like not date aside, I think if a guy is texting you but not planning a date, mm. that's a big red flag. Mm-hmm. So if a guy is just like a pen pal, mm. huge red flag. Something's going on. Yes. Okay. So if it's like one of those like uh-huh. Andrew Tate, Kevin Samuels guys, oh, yeah. like that's what they do. They'll date, they like string these women and then they like stable date. So they have like a million girls that they're dating. Wow. So it it's like they if but but you can tell because they're not like they're they're texting you every day so they're pen pals but they're not booking dates with mm. you so if a guy is just texting you all the time but not booking dates with you that's a red flag exactly. um if a guy um yeah if a guy tries to sleep with you too early on that's like pushing a boundary that mm-hmm. you know it's just not it's not necessary um also, if a guy says, I'm not looking for anything serious. Oh, geez, that yeah. line. Huge red flag. <laughs> like, huge red flag. Yeah. You know, I'm just yeah. getting out of a relationship. I'm not Ugh. looking for anything serious. <laughs> huge red flag. Um, also, if, you know, you have, you know, you've been dating for a little bit and you haven't met anybody in his life, like any of his friends or family oh, or anything like one. that. Also another red flag. But yeah, but I think like a lot of like, if anything, if ever there's something, it's just like go back to consistency. Mm. Like, is this person consistent with their words, with their actions and you know with with the way that they're pursuing those are good. good i like know. didn't even think about some of those i was like oh yeah. not meeting some of their people like that's a so that's a what do you think about kissing on the first date i think it's fine really? i think it's adorable i, I mean, agree what's wrong with that i i'm torn yeah. on it i i'm like is it too soon should we wait and have a special moment I'm, i I'm think torn. it depends it depends on the connection and it depends. I used to have a very like strong stance against it. I think like on app, if you're meeting somebody off of an app, that is kind of like, I would be like, oh, maybe just wait. Uh-huh. Like, you know, but if you're meeting somebody, maybe you're going on a first date, somebody you met at a party, mm-hmm. then like, yeah. great. Like, okay, you have a little first kiss. 100%. Like, yeah. But don't feel like, oh my gosh, I have to kiss her. or Oh, I have to kiss him. Like, right. Just let it flow feel naturally it and yeah. feel it out. Speaking but of definitely no sex on the first date. Never. Oh, so how long, really? how long do you think you should make the guy wait? What if the girl no. really wants it? I know. Come no on. Se- it doesn't. <laughs> no sex until exclusivity. Okay. I agree. Yes. At the minimum. And like some people are waiting for longer. Amen, sister. You go. Yeah. It has the way that I've seen this play out. Mm-hmm. I've just seen it over 10 years. I've seen my the bachelorettes that I've worked with, I've seen them do, do everything. I've seen them sleep with the guy on the first date and then get emotionally attached yeah. because it has nothing to do with like, I honestly could care less what the guy thinks of you. You know what I mean? Right. It's a, I'm not saying it from the perspective of don't have sex with a guy on the first date because he'll think you're a slut. I don't care. If he thinks you're a slut, that's on him. Totally. It's not about him. It's about the woman mm-hmm. because women connect when women have sex if, if it's minorly enjoyable, they release oxytocin, mm. which is the cuddle hormone, and it's the bonding hormone. It's like what's released when you have sex, when you give birth, when you're like, like that's, it's surges really high. When men have sex, they release other hormones that essentially don't bond them to you. It more makes them like want to have more sex, but also want to keep hunting. Totally. Like, so it's lucky a, them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a totally different different experience for men than it is for women. So that's why it's just important for women to feel like they're in a safe place, yeah. like where they can if they happen to emotionally surge and connect, they're with somebody that they can count on and somebody that's going to be there. And that's not just going to sleep with them and then move to the, you know, move on. You know, so that's why waiting until exclusivity is wonderful. It's like a thing. Yeah. But it's not like, like I said, it's not about the guy. Like it's, it's literally not about the guy. Not at all. It's protecting yourself. (laughs) It's protecting yeah. and like when your you have, heart and everything. Yes. Yeah. And like when you have sex, like you are giving like energy, like you're bonding with somebody like mm-hmm. it's just like it, it's just it's so like there's also this whole celibacy movement, which is like, have you heard of this? Like, no. Yeah, there's I think there's this whole like femininity masculinity like movement on uh-huh. tiktok and on instagram uh-huh. and like all the stuff which uh-huh. i'm like living for uh-huh. same yeah because <laughs> i think a lot of it is like 
culture has kind of told women one thing of like, yes. you're an independent woman. You don't need a man. And you're mm. like, okay, I'm independent. I don't need a man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let me do everything myself. Let me, let me plan the date. Let me do this. Yeah. Let me do that. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, wait, that's not natural. Like in, in, in and yeah. yeah. And, but like if a woman can, can like lean into her femininity and allow the man or the masculine in the relationship. We literally just talked about mm -hmm. this yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> just like being in that feminine energy and like allowing and receiving and being grateful. And like women give so much and mm -hmm. don't worry when you get into a relationship, you will be giving as the woman. We know uh -huh. we will bend <laughs> over backwards. Literally. Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> literally. <laughs> but that's what I don't like. It's like, yeah. Oh, they can bend over. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, know. But I they well, but they're happy to. Yeah. They're happy to. I think yeah. it's just really difficult because, like, women are in this weird, like, societal battle with ourselves of, like, wait, okay, uh, I don't want to seem needy and I don't want to seem like it's I true. can't do this yeah. myself. But then men are, like, men, men want to do it. Like, if you mm -hmm. literally do a little test of, like, the next time you go out on a date and just allow the guy to do things mm -hmm. like allow him to open the door for you allow oh, i love when they open the door yeah and just say like thank you you're such a gentleman oh, nuts, but yeah yeah just, i, 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 see, get I my love it I, I went oh, on a date with a guy yeah. he didn't open my car door and i literally was like i'm kind of tired like i don't think this is gonna work i think it's such a respect thing that's like what i don't know i'm like crazy about the car door car door and the sidewalk walk outside of me on the sidewalk <sighs> yeah i'm attracted to a guy that loves like is in his masculinity mm -hmm. but a lot of guys also if you like that in a guy like you can allow him to be in his masculine and support that by like saying oh my gosh you're such a gentleman or oh my gosh can you help me with this yeah. like the sexiest thing like you said to um, a, a lot of guys that like yearn to be in that space is asking them can you help me with something mm -hmm. but it's so mm -hmm. opposite of what we've been told our whole lives. Like we've been told like men don't like needy women. Men don't like you. Men don't like this. I don't care what men like. I care what I like and what mm -hmm. I like. I'm really into masculine energy. You know? Totally. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, and I think women can also be in that masculine energy and that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. If that's, if a woman is like feeling like she wants to be in her masculine energy, then beautiful. Like live in that. That's mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think it's, I don't think there's mm -hmm. no bad. Right. Yeah. It's just like whatever it, it's you, whatever works you for are you. into. Yeah. Totally. Right. Now, what is the avocado theory? Oh my God. I wrote that down. Like, what is the avocado <laughs> theory? I mean, like, my ears perked up when doing? I heard avocado. So. <laughs> No, a hundred percent. So the avocado theory is mm -hmm. that men are like avocados. And I also know that I use the word, I say like men and I'm talking about like the masculine. Right, blah, blah, blah. right, right. But I also actually in this, in the avocado theory, I think it's literally like men, like yeah. just generally. Yes. But men are like avocados in that when they are ready, they, if, if they are not ready it doesn't matter if you are literally Beyonce. If you try mm -hmm. to cut, if Beyonce tries to cut an avocado, it's not ready. It is not <laughs> right. ripe. Yeah. It is only when it is ripe that once it's cut, then it's ready. So mm. men are very similar to that. If mm. they are not ready, if they're in there, like, oh, I'm, I'm like living my best life, like playing, like, da, 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 da. great, do you, that is fine. But a lot of women like hear the guy that says, oh yeah, I'm just not ready for a relationship or I'm not looking for anything serious. And they're like, oh, well, let me try to cut the avocado. Mm. Let me change him. Yeah, right. It doesn't I work. I can change him. Yeah. Like he'll be different from me. I can look like the hottest thing and he'll want me or give him the best sex and he'll want me. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't matter. I just, <laughs> seen this in the men that we worked with because we work with a lot of guys that they're like they've killed it in their careers like they've gotten to an amazing space and for some guys until for a lot of men until that happens like a specific type it, it's very hard for them to even conceive of a serious mm -hmm. partner like men are also like it's like houses like if you're like building a house the foundation has to be there and for men a lot of men the foundation is solid job like they're in a financially stable place yeah. like 
That is foundational. Then they can start building the first floor. And the first floor includes like, oh, like, yeah, I really want to like take a relationship seriously. Mm -hmm. But until they've built this, it's it can be really challenging. Right. Cause I want to feel like a guy, like they're stable. They can provide. Yeah. Well, they they're very do. simple I too. Like, I feel yeah. like guys know what they want. And like, like you said, if they're not ready, they're not ready. Really? Matter. I feel like guys are complicated. Really? Like, I know. Do I they like know they're what they so want? simple. Like, they're I, feel so... Like, I feel like we overcomplicate it. Right. Mm. It's like, what do you think? If he doesn't text me, there's two different. If he opinions. wants to talk to you, he will. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think at the core of it, men are simple creatures. And I think at the core of it, but I also think that, like, sometimes they want, like, they want to have their cake and they want to eat it, that's too. That's what I'm saying. Complicated. And that's when things get complicated. <laughs> but I've also seen the same man interact with different women in very different ways. Oh, interesting. So the same guy can be, when he thinks he's with his dream woman, he's going to bring out all the stops. Uh-huh. So, but that's why also as women, it's so empowering just to be like, oh my gosh, I am the dream. Like I'm the dream girl. Yeah. Like we, we need to be delusional in that way. Like Mm -hmm. you're the dream girl. Of course you are, but it's not even delusional. Like you guys are the dream girls. You know what I mean? Same. So are you. So we all are dream girls. We are women. And that's, yeah. 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 But even dream girls and dream guys, we all get ghosted. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a whole thing, right? The dates are going well. We're texting. It's like, oh shit. Like this could turn into something. And then it's like ghosts. Well, and then the worst thing is you sleep with them and then they like, that's, Uh, but even if you don't sleep with them, say you just like, you just get ghosted. You're on dates. You just get ghosted. Do you interact with that? Do you reply to that? Do you say what happened? Like, yeah, ghosting is like, oh God, the worst. But I think that if you can put some boundaries in place before you, before the the potential ghosting occurs, that's when you're going to be golden. So like, you just want to like put those boundaries up the sleeping together thing. Like I, I wish they did a study on like, when does ghosting happen most frequently? Usually it's after you guys have slept up together, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that true? Like, that's and nobody says that, but like that's what happens. So if you can just be like, okay, no, I'm not gonna sleep with him, and then he'll learn, like, oh, uh, uh like I have to keep pursuing Pursu- her. Yeah, I want to no. get to know her, yeah. and I'm not just trying to like sleep mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. And then once I've conquered that, then I'm moving on. But I think like. I, I think I, I remember years ago we had a bachelorette. It was the first time I ever experienced any ghosting at all. Mm-hmm. Like it was like the first time we had this bachelorette and she was so sweet. And she was like talking to this guy. And like, I was doing like date coaching with her and she was saying like, he was an attorney. He was so great. They had a few really great dates. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he like went away yeah. and they didn't even sleep together. They didn't even sleep together. So this is actually a bad example, whatever. No, it's but a good example. No, so, I've had it done yeah, to me. Yeah. So that's why I asked. Yeah. And so he, he went away and like they had been consistently communicating, but, and then all of a sudden it was like no text. Like, and so she was like, oh my gosh, like she was spinning her wheels, going yeah. crazy, whatever. So she wrote then this long text message being like hey like you know I just wanted to say like I had a really great time getting to know you if you didn't want to continue with me like you should have just let me know like Uh it went like on and on and on so in he replied and he called her and he was like hey like I wish you would have just been like, hey, what's up? Are you okay? Is everything okay? So she said, okay, noted. So I I then took that and I said, okay, this is great. Now I can advise women if uh-huh. ever they are getting ghosted, just shoot a quick text. Hey, is every hey, is everything okay? Yeah. And then he'll reply or he right. won't. And then you're officially then get the, ghosted. Get the hit. That's actually <laughs> yes. really good because we like to send novels. We like oh, to yeah. overly communicate. What's going on? Is this a thing I In did? Feelings, like, yeah. what? Well, yeah. yeah. So that's actually, that's really good advice. And then if you do get ghosted, a man's rejection is God's protection. So uh, that is like a ghosting is like, it's like, thank you so much because there's (laughs) always a level of uncertainty in a new relationship. You're Mm -hmm. always like, is this, I don't know. Is this the guy? Oh my gosh. I think he's like, no, no, no. He's not the guy. Oh, is he the guy? Maybe he is. No, he's not. So like, amen. He just Mm -hmm. gave you the answer. Like you are being protected from something strange, something bizarre. Um, yeah, I, a very actually famous ghosting situation 
I won't name the actress. I feel like Demois right now, but like <laughs> there was an actor from mm-hmm. a really popular TV show and he was dating, um, he was dating one of, uh, the bachelorettes that I was, I was working with who was actually then hired us to set her up because she was done with dating on her own uh-huh. and they were dating, but he ghosted her and she was like so distraught and she was like, what in the uh-huh. world? Like I, th- like I thought we connected so well, da, 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 da. It turns out later, like a year later, he ended up getting arrested (gasps) for like really bad stuff. Mm. Like the worst thing Mm. you could possibly think of. And yeah, he was from like a huge TV show. So it was like, but, but in that moment Mm. she was so upset. She was like, oh my gosh, like he was amazing. Like we had this beautiful time. And he was like into like really gross mm-hmm. so like, thank, god. Yeah, like, thank god thank god yeah, the universe just and, was like no no yeah. no my <laughs> thing that drives me nuts though is like if you're not into me just be up front but don't act like you're into me that's the thing they'll do all the things and oh i want to be with you da, 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 and then ghost. it's like what what is it just doesn't make any sense when guys do that a lot of us girls i feel like we believe like words mm. it's not exactly it has to actions 100 yeah. percent. it has to be like are they planning dates with are they booking yeah. dates with you are you seeing them multiple times a week mm-hmm. if yes great if not if they're oh oh i'm out of town oh i'm moving oh i wish i could see you babe but oh Mm -hmm. and they're calling you and they're texting you but you're not seeing them huge red flag and so for all the girls listening how how do you get in that mindset of i'm the dream girl i'm the high value woman how do we do that um it is a daily commitment to dating yourself and literally falling in love with yourself. Like mm-hmm. the that this is a quote, the relationship that we have with ourselves is a, uh, something like that. The most the most substantial relationship that we'll ever have in our lives. Like mm-hmm. we are our soulmates. Like that's I'm a matchmaker and I'm saying that. I've set up hundreds of couples mm-hmm. and I can just genuinely say that the, it's, you know, it, the most successful marriages come when a person just really values themselves. Mm. Um, so I, 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 I think it is a daily commitment to self-love, to literally spoiling yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, especially after you've been through, or maybe you've been through a couple just ghosting situations mm-hmm. or really just traumatizing situations because these things are really hard to handle. Um, it, I, I, I think it's a really good idea to take a step back mm-hmm. and to just like start thinking about what are things that bring me so much joy. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like for me, I love like getting massages. I love oh, it. Same. Yes. <laughs> like it is my happy thing. So I like got myself a Burke Williams membership and oh, I like, I, gosh, so I have, yeah. And like just book, I book myself a lot of massages like all the time. Yeah. That's like one of my things. Yeah. I love shopping. So I buy like really cute things and I wear them. Like totally. you dress yourself up, yeah. but those are superficial things, but they make me feel really great. I always get my nails done. Like mm-hmm. I love that. It's like the self care, self love. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I think having like a daily meditation practice, like as soon as you wake up, instead of like looking at your phone and being like, oh my God, did he text me? Like, it's like waking up and being like, oh my God, I have to do my self-love meditation and literally go on YouTube and look up five minute self-love meditation Mm. and like affirmations are so powerful. We're learning that. Yeah. Yes. The way that we talk to ourselves matters and it's essential for us to be our own biggest cheerleader. Like we have to constantly cheer for ourselves Mm -hmm. and we have to also have so much grace, so much self-compassion because it's like, it is not easy being a woman. And yeah, there are also really great, just like self-compassion. Um, there's this amazing, like self-compassion queen, Kristen Neff. She's very under the radar. Oh yeah. I've actually heard of her. I think my therapist told me about her. Oh, I'm going to check her out. she's amazing and I remember when I was like going through it like I did a self-compassion exercise like and just like literally being like oh my gosh like I love you and I have so much self-compassion for you you're like oh my god I love me and I can give myself that yes so yeah it's just building yourself 
with yourself, like outside of, and also, I mean, it's not to say that, like, I hate the things that say like, you don't need any external validation. Um, we're human beings. Sorry. Yeah. We need external. Otherwise we're living we don't live in isolation. Exactly. We can't do it all by ourselves. Right. So I'm also a big believer in having a strong community of women surrounding you in as yep. many areas as possible. Mm-hmm. So if you can, and like women that are watching, join or start a women's group. And if you are literally, uh, if you put it out there like, hey, girls, I want to host something every Tuesday night um, or Wednesday night. That's, Mm -hmm. I have that. And Mm -hmm. it has been so amazing for me. And it's a group of fabulous women. We come together, we support each other, we empower each other, we give each other like affirmation and we also give each other like good advice Mm -hmm. too. But yeah, yeah, those are so important. I feel like girl time is so important. Your own time is so important. But I feel like a lot of a lot of girls, we get caught up in the guy. We lose ourselves. We stop going to girls night. We stop doing the massages and we're like, let's just focus on him. Do guys like that? Like, do you feel like the guys you work with are like, I want a girl that only focuses on me and like screw her own stuff? I I would say that. No, like I, I would just genuinely definitively say that the men that come to work with us um, just over the past 10 years, such a common denominator is a guy that says, I want a woman that has her own thing going on that Mm -hmm. she's really passionate about. But that doesn't mean that like, because anytime you get into a relationship, like it can be a little unbalanced, especially in the beginning because you're so excited to be together and you're just like, oh my gosh, like I just want to da 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 But I think it's important to even set boundaries for yourself of like, okay, I'm going to see him, like, you know, I'm going to see him, but then I have to make sure I carve out that I have girl time Saturday. Like I have Sunday brunch with my girls. I'm doing like a volunteer event or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like Junior League is wonderful and that's Mm -hmm. an organization for women that I'm a part of. It's, I, I love just like female, I love things that are female centric mm-hmm. because I, it, it it's so important for us to empower each other, mm-hmm. like as much as possible. That's so Absolutely. true. Not to like bring up your relationship, <laughs> but you're in love. Yes, I have an amazing, amazing boyfriend. He's wonderful. Okay. Um, but no, girls, I freaking went through it. Oh, okay? you did. Okay. Like I have been. I went through it. Of like a year, a year ago, I went through a really, really, really difficult breakup. Oh, wow. Um, but it was, it was like we were like about to get like mad. Like it was like, it was happening. Um, but yeah, so that was really hard, but it was honestly, it's been the best thing ever because I like, I had to do, I had to like rebuild all my things Mm -hmm. and I had to learn those hard lessons of, you know, Mm -hmm. the pillars of our life and it can't just be a guy and it can't just be a relationship. And, you know, it is important of course, but like, that's why for me, especially those female relationships are so important, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, but yeah, out, out of it now, like out of that really tough situation. Mm -hmm. And it's been more than a year. It's just been beautiful. And dating Mm -hmm. was so much fun. Like out of like a serious relationship, I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is so (laughs) beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm like super happy, but you know, yeah. Okay. Where are some, mm-hmm. so for some of the people that maybe can't afford a matchmaker, where are some places that we can meet some high value men? Cause like for those of us that don't, don't drink and don't go to the clubs or the bars, like where would you say it's a good place to meet somebody? Absolutely. Um, so you can literally meet men anywhere, like, mm-hmm. and totally. high value men. And especially once you are kind of, once you're, um, emitting this like fabulous frequency you're going to see that you're going to attract like, Mm -hmm. and even when you just open your eyes, if you go to the dog park, like I met (laughs) my boyfriend walking his dog. Like I saw the dog and then I looked up and I was like, Oh, he's so beautiful. (laughs) But like, that's how we met. Like it was, and we're neighbors, which is like lovely, but, um, that is lovely. I know. Okay. I love that. But like, you can meet a guy just like walking, like, walking down the street. I think you can meet them at 
a coffee shop. You can meet them at you literally anywhere that you go at an event. Um, but also you can go to, and this is something that our matchmakers do. Um, they go to like targeted events where we know that like successful men and women are going to be at. Mm -hmm. So they could be charity galas. Mm -hmm. They could be, um, like, like we work with a lot of like Jewish clients and Christian clients. So it could be a specific like Jewish Federation event. Mm. And there's a lot of young adults there mm -hmm. who are professionals. They could go to like the young YCP, young Catholic professionals events. Mm -hmm. So it's going to these specific like targeted events where young professionals are going to be. So cool. And then literally just talking to people yeah. like there's no, yes, there is like a formula that I teach called dropping your handkerchief, which is oh. <laughs> like very, effective but literally if you go to an event and are just smile and just strike up a conversation with anybody like uh -huh. you're going to meet quality people someone and the dating apps are not the devil like we work with a lot of people who are just really burned out on the dating apps mm -hmm. and it's totally understandable because mm -hmm. also they're super busy with their work lives mm -hmm. um but I, I think that if you do it in a way where you're not so fixated on the physical and you're more looking at the person holistically, AKA like, look at his job and like, you know, like that's, I, I get, I Oh my God, your job is. Oh, da, da, da. yeah. I am job. Sorry. I'm so glad <laughs> you're saying this. I am too. And everyone makes me feel like shit about it. I know. Why is that I bad? I hate it. It's like, no, I want to start. I don't know. Yeah, Anyways, you I can want, go on. on. Keep want. going. Sorry. No, it's it, you want way. a guy that is driven and that's stable ambition. and driven, yeah. Has, yeah. ambitious. Stable. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, but yeah, <laughs> I think if you do it right, and if you open your age a little bit, like guys in their thirties are like chef's kiss because they're like more ready. Guys in their twenties, it's Ugh, it's challenging. It's, rough. Mm -hmm. it's challenging. Oh, yeah. So if you could open it up, guys in their thirties, <laughs> see what happens. See if it goes down. Yeah, I love that. I have love one that. last question. Um, it is, who is the couple that we should all be looking up to? Like, is there a couple mm. you can think of that's out there right now in the spotlight? Or someone we should all Google, like, that couple, they're doing it. Or is it your your relationship? Yeah. Everyone I, should be like, I know <laughs> too much. No, I feel like I know too much about celebrity relationships to, like, idolize any of those relationships. I think the couple that I look up to personally most is my sister and her husband, Aww. who I set up. Oh, see, so proud to you. Pro bono matchmaking. 100%. <laughs> but yeah, they, I met him at church, actually. Like, Aww. we met volunteering, and I just, it was like this beautiful thing. But I think that for people, like, watching, I would encourage people to find a couple in their real lives mm -hmm. to look up to mm -hmm. um, because, and, and somebody that they're actually like doing life with mm -hmm. as opposed to like the couples that we see on social media who portray perfection. Right. Um, because if, if somebody for me, a huge red flag in, in when like, I see, or even when I'm talking to friends that are married or whatever, it's like, oh, everything's so amazing. Uh -huh. I'm like, all right, honey, check his phone. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally. Like, I hate to say that, yeah, but like, it's, so true. it's just not real. No, so it's not real. I think like it's knowing that no relationship is going to be picture perfect, insta, insta perfect. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so look into your own life of like, okay, that couple even, you know, and let me ask them, like, what makes your marriage work? Totally. You What's the great. secret? Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This is all Do you great. have anything else? That was, no, that's, that was I, my I'm question I'm like, too. we have so yeah. many questions, but I think like, gosh, I think that's. This has been such a fun conversation. Literally, yes. like, I learned so much. So, so much. Fun. Thank you so, so much. So where can people find you if they want to work with you? I know you have a podcast as well. Yeah. Where can yes. find you? You need to oh come on God. the podcast. That would be so oh, much fun. Oh, geez, so get fun. Into it. Yeah. We're a mess. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can find. So our podcast is called Dating in the City. So it's me Love and my that. sister that host it. But it's like our fun passion project. But to be matched by myself or one of our matchmakers, go to matchmakersinthecity.com um, and you can follow me at matchmaker Alessandra Conti, which I know is really long, but just write matchmaker A-L-E S and then it will pop up. Then I'll okay, then I'll like, pop there up. I am. I'm not like shadow banned yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yet. Oh, Amazing. Well, well, thank you, Alessandra. This yes, has been so fun. Thank you so much. <laughs>